0: My name is Thomas Gibbons. I'm a journalist at The New York Times. I served in the Marine Corps as an infantryman. When it comes to reporting on the front line, a lot of the same basics are at play. Uh, you're looking at the map of where you're going, if you're on a paved road, field roads, you know, is there a hospital nearby? Is your body armor affixed with the first aid kit? Does everyone know where that first aid kit is? We arrive into a, a military position. I get out of the car, I look at my watch. You know, I set a timer, no more than an hour. I'm listening for drones, jets, check in with the team. Is everyone comfortable? And if they are, then we proceed. Frontline reporting is dangerous, but I think nothing is more important than talking to the people involved, You know, hearing their stories and being able to connect that with people thousands of miles away. Anything that can make something like this more personal, I think is well worth the risk. New York Times subscribers make it possible for us to keep doing this vital coverage. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that at NYTimes.com slash subscribe. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro.
1: It's Monday, February 10th. Here's what you need to know today. President Trump has begun a campaign of retribution against witnesses in the impeachment inquiry, firing Gordon Sondland, his ambassador to the European Union, who called the president's actions toward Ukraine— quid pro quo, and Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vinman, a member of the National Security Council, who expressed alarm over the president's phone call with the leader of Ukraine. The Times reports that several Republican senators urged Trump not to fire the witnesses, fearing it would send a dangerous message, but that the president ignored their advice. And... The global death toll from the coronavirus has reached more than 800, surpassing that of the SARS epidemic, which killed 774 in 2003. The number of confirmed infections from the coronavirus now stands at more than 37,000. Finally, new polling in New Hampshire, which will hold its primary tomorrow, shows Mayor Pete Buttigieg neck and neck with Senator Bernie Sanders and former Vice President Joe Biden, slipping into fourth place.
0: Vice President Biden, the first question is for you. In the last few days, you've been saying that Democrats would be taking too big a risk if they nominate Senator Sanders or Mayor Buttigieg, but they came out on top in Iowa. What risks did the Iowa Democrats miss?
1: The poll, conducted by the Boston Globe, WBZ, and Suffolk University, suggest Buttigieg is benefiting from a strong performance in the Iowa caucuses and that Biden may perform poorly for the second time in a row, a prediction Biden confirmed during Friday night's debate on ABC. Well, they didn't miss anything. uh, This is a long race. I took a hit in Iowa and I'll probably take a hit here.
2: Traditionally, Bernie won by 20 points last time.
1: That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro.
2: See you tomorrow. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like expanding capacity for sustainable aviation fuel and biodiesel in Washington state, and bringing massive new infrastructure online in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide